Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Esther and Araya have arrived at the cave and have been greeted by a creature they have never seen before. When they realize that the creatures mean them no harm, but are here to help Esther in her quest, they ask them lots of questions. As they exit the cave and can see the castle where Esther's father is held, they all come up with a plan to help Esther and Araya get past the guards. The Magical Book of Dreams, Part 29 Esther and Araya stood still for a moment, overwhelmed by the sudden appearance of so many creatures. Their initial shock had given way to relief as they realized they were allies, not enemies. The air, thick with tension just moments before, now felt lighter, filled with the promise of new friendships. Esther was surprised by the creature's greeting and acknowledgement of her newfound status. It was going to take her a long time to recognize being called princess, especially since it wasn't that long ago when her teacher in the academy had threatened to have her expelled. Going from daydreaming troublemaker to savior of the unknown realm was quite an adjustment. Esther crouched to be at eye level with the creature who spoke to her. Its fur shimmered with a subtle glow in the light emanating from her finger. Thank you for your kind words, Esther began, her voice steady despite all the emotions inside her. May I ask, who are you and your friends? Araya, talking softly, added. I've traveled extensively, but have never seen creatures like you before. The creature bowed its head slightly in a gesture of respect before responding. We are the Luminae, guardians of the hidden paths and the forgotten ways. Our existence is tied to the magic of the realm to its roots and essence. As the realm suffered, so did we, fading into the shadows, watching and waiting for a sign of renewal. Another luminae, slightly smaller but with brighter fur, stepped forward. We are bound to the life force of Eldoria, and your arrival has stirred us from our sleep. It is our duty and honor to assist the true heart of the realm, the princess, on her quest to restore balance. Esther listened, feeling the increasing weight of responsibility. I came into your realm somewhat hastily to find and now free my father. I accept that by doing so, I may heal your land, your kingdom. I know and accept my purpose, and I welcome any help you provide. Having you as a guide through this cave would be the best gift. But how will you guide us? The way is dark and the path uncertain. A third luminae, 
with fur like the night sky dotted with points of light spoke up. Our light is born from the magic that flows within the earth, a reflection of the stars above. There are many roots within these caves that have caused many to be lost in the darkness forever. We can provide light, reveal hidden paths, and protect you from unseen dangers. Where our light shines, the shadows retreat. You refer to this as the Kingdom of Eldoria. I thought all the old names had been forgotten or were forbidden to be spoken, Araya asked. One of the Luminae, with a soft glow emanating gently around it, responded to Araya's question with a clear voice, yet carrying the weight of untold cycles of time. The true names of places hold power, a memory of themselves that not even the darkest shadows can erase. While the people of the land may forget or be forbidden to speak them, we, the Luminae, are keepers of its history and guardians of its truths. Aldoria's name and its essence has always lived on in the whispers of the earth and the songs of the stars, waiting for the day when it could be spoken aloud once more with hope. Araya nodded her head in acknowledgement. She had realized that many of the place names, like the starlit summit of Eldoria or the Whispering Glade, had roots in the minor kingdoms they were located in. But it had been so long since they had been said or used. Esther stood and said, Then let's get started. With your light and guidance, I am sure we can find our way through to the exit we seek. The Luminae gathered around Esther and Araya, their fur glowing brighter and brighter, casting a soft, radiant light that pushed back all the darkness of the cave. Together, they began to move, the Luminae leading the way, revealing many features of their surroundings that, even with Esther's light, they had not seen. Walking, they passed by walls that sparkled subtly with embedded minerals, catching the light and creating a muted shimmer rather than the dazzling display they first saw. The Luminae paused occasionally, not only to ensure Esther and Araya were following, but also to point out interesting aspects of the cave that were easily overlooked. They showed them small, intricate rock formations shaped by water over countless years, and patches of moss and other small plants that added a touch of green to the predominantly gray stone thriving in the cave's consistent, cool climate. The artifact's influence had not reached this deep. Streams of clear water crossed their paths at intervals. These waters, the Luminae explained, were vital to the life that persisted here, nourishing the sparse yet resilient plant life that managed to exist in these low-light conditions. The cave occasionally opened into larger chambers, 
where the ceiling stretched high above. Here, the luminae's light seemed to gather and fill the space, softening the starkness of the rock with a warm glow. In these chambers, Esther and Araya found simple carvings on the walls that suggested previous visitors, or perhaps ancient guardians of the cave. The Luminae explained that these marks were left by those who had once sought the wisdom and protection offered by the cave's depths. The cave felt like a living part of Eldoria's past. Araya began to notice a change in the air around them. The further they traveled, the more she could feel a gentle breeze brushing against her skin. This subtle wind grew steadily stronger, a sure sign they were approaching an exit. She spoke quietly to Esther. We are almost there, I can feel it. Yes, and none too soon. I'm getting tired from the walk, Esther said with a weary laugh. Araya chuckled. Speaking to the Luminae walking beside her, Araya asked, I have read many books about the peoples of the realm before the gray fell upon us. I think we were allowed to study those who lived before us as a kind of punishment. But in all my studies, I have never come upon your name. The Luminae responded, its fur resonating with the pitch of its voice. I can't speak as to why we weren't recorded. The Luminae have long been the silent guardians of this kingdom's most sacred and hidden paths. We are as ancient as the land itself, a living embodiment of Eldoria's once abundant good magic. In times of old, when good magic flowed freely and the realm thrived in harmony, the Luminae were seen by all guiding lost travelers and protecting the realm's secret wonders. However, as darkness crept into Eldoria, casting long shadows over the land and dimming its magical essence, the Luminae retreated into the shadows, becoming myths to most. But with the princess's return, all that will change. Esther interrupted, Up ahead, look, the light coming in, it's the exit. Esther and Araya walked cautiously to the cave's exit, their eyes scanning the surroundings carefully. The transition from the cave's warm-lit interior to the cold gray of the outside world was jarring at first. But as they adjusted, they took in the landscape around them, looking to make sure a pack of chickalores was not waiting for them. The cave's mouth opened onto a vantage point that overlooked a vast expanse of the realm, providing a clear view toward the dark silhouette of the castle where Esther's father was held. The land between them and the prison was harsh and blighted, a once fertile plain now spoiled and desolate. Sparse, withered vegetation dotted the land, and what forests remained were gnarled and leafless, their shadows casting long, dark fingers across the ground. The castle loomed on a craggy outcrop, 
its formidable walls and towering spires silhouetted against the sky. Its position gave it a view of all that approached. The path to the castle was lined with the same needle-bearing plants which, if you were unfortunate enough to rub against them, would result in considerable discomfort. The remnants of what might once have been roads were now overgrown and forgotten. As Esther and Ariah looked at their path forward, the luminae, their soft glow a stark contrast to the surrounding gloom, spoke in a tone that matched the scene before them. The path ahead is fraught with challenges, but it leads to the heart of your quest. Remember, the light you carry within you is the beacon in this darkness. Returning to the cave's interior, Esther asked the Luminae who had just spoken. That castle looks almost impossible to enter. Do you have any other guidance you could share? Are there patrols or creatures waiting for us amongst the path towards the castle? Araya added. Looking at her, Esther thought Araya looked worried or maybe anxious. Am I so naive to believe that this is even possible, she thought? The Chickalors and Scalex who drove you into this cave are unaware of this exit. They will not see you until you approach. The castle itself is guarded by human guards, Chickalors, and Scalex. It's an almost impenetrable defense. Esther's heart sank. I've come so far. How can we fail now? But, the Luminae responded, they are overconfident and arrogant. No army or group of people would dare approach. But they are completely unprepared for the possibility that one or two might challenge. Your size is your advantage. So there is a chance, Esther asked. There is hope that we will succeed. There is always hope, another Luminae replied, as you have capabilities you have yet to discover. Have faith in yourself and your strong knight. Hope we have, but a plan we do not. How can we exploit their weakness and gain entrance into the prison? Araya asked. The Luminae, their light dimming slightly, as if to reflect the seriousness of their counsel, shared with Esther and Araya a strategy to navigate the landscape and infiltrate the fortress. Beyond this ridge, one began, lies a forgotten path concealed from those who do not know its secrets. It winds through the shadow of the valley, hidden from the eyes of the castle guards by the very desolation they ignore. They explained that the guards confident in their high walls and isolated by their disdain for the lands beyond, rarely ventured into the bleak wilderness or patrolled its borders. Their arrogance blinds them to the simpler paths, the ones cloaked by nature, the Luminae continued. Follow the dry riverbed that cuts through the valley. It will lead you to a thicket of what was shrubs of fruit, 
Within, a hidden entrance to the dungeons lies long forgotten by those inside. It was once an escape route. Now, it will serve as your entry to this terrible place. The Luminae cautioned them, move under the veil of night. The guard's overconfidence is your ally, but haste and noise are your foes. They expect no assault so small, no invasion so silent. Your strength lies not in force, but in stealth and surprise. Esther and Araya listened intently, memorizing the path and understanding the wisdom in exploiting the guard's weaknesses. Araya, looking at Esther, nodded in agreement. They had the plan they needed. As darkness started to fall, Esther and Araya thanked all the Luminae as they prepared to embark on the final leg of their journey. It wouldn't be easy, but they were ready to slip through the shadows, move quietly and quickly, and use their enemy's arrogance against them. Esther's father was so close that she could almost feel his presence across the landscape between them. With each step forward, her heart quickened. The thought of reuniting with her father, of seeing his face again after all these years, made her even more determined. She was finally on the verge of seeing him again. And that is the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.